Hi there. Want to get a text message whenever we publish a new episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast? It's a super easy one-click shortcut to the show. To sign up, just text MSDPOD, that's M-S-D-P-O-D, all one word, to 555-888 and we'll get you started. Good times. Welcome to the Mindset Digital Podcast with insight and analysis from the intersection of social media, learning, and technology. Here's our creative director, Pete Brown. Thank you, Bria. We are back. Wiener, we are in new digs. Uh, welcome back to the Mindset Digital Podcast. We've had a couple of weeks off. With me, as always, is Matthew Wiener. Hey, Pete. You can just call me Wiener. And uh, we have cool new co-working space. So I just grabbed an empty office and set up all the recording equipment. So if it sounds a little echoey, uh, it's we haven't quite got our recording solution figured out yet. No, this is my regular podcast so voice. So great. Okay. So Mindset Digital Podcast uh, let me just re- remind uh, remind me what we do on this show. Yeah, <laughs> I think we uh, each come with a topic we want to talk about each week. Uh, something exciting going on in the world of uh, tech or digital. Absolutely right, Wiener. That uh, that's very helpful. Thank you. I do have an update from a previous show. Are you oh, ready? Yeah. Update. Update. I subscribed to Disney Plus. You did. I did. Yeah. Oh. I wanted to watch The Mandalorian, which is their mm-hmm. original series. Uh, it's fantastic. So I, I also subscribe. Well, I also used my parents' Disney Plus nice. subscription, and have been watching The Mandalorian. And then there is absolutely nothing else on that platform I've watched. So, so you did not watch Mister Boogity yet? No. Is it good? I, it is awful. Okay. <laughs> Highly recommend it. I will say I didn't have any problems that that they experienced their first day, so they seem mm. to have ironed that out. It, it does, the app does seem a little rushed for uh, you know company of Disney size. I've noticed like the. You know, like like, what, like your watch list or resume watching feature didn't seem fully ready when, when we started. Well, and they had a bundle, which was Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN Plus mm. uh, for a certain price, twelve ninety nine, I think. And I already pay for those other two separately. So yeah. it ends up costing me like two ninety nine a month more to add Disney Plus on. But the process of getting my existing accounts connected to my Disney Plus, it's, it's, I still haven't done it. It's been a nightmare. And I go to their online help and they're like, it's 34 minutes. So... <laughs> And it's the ad-supported Hulu, right? Yeah, that's yeah. See, we we do have Hulu too, but we we have the the ad-free. Uh, I heard I heard that millennials were killing ads. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have the ad support. So to me, it was a no-brainer. And then when I told my son at college, he was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> so, uh, what do you think of Baby Yoda? I think Baby Yoda's adorable. Even greater is hearing like Werner Herzog talk about Baby Yoda, which I could just listen to that for hours. I had heard Werner Herzog was in The Mandalorian, and I, I thought it was like a prank. Like I'm like, <laughs> no way. And then I read, he like he's never seen Star Wars. Never yeah. seen. But he's amazing. It, it did not disappoint. Him and Carl Weathers I think, have just been highlights for me. I'll never forget uh, Werner Herzog. And I think it's in Grizzly Man. It, this woman's telling him about a dream about, she had about a lion, and he goes, And this lion was consuming you? <laughs> All right, good time. So that's your update on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> we can cut this, but my, my other favorite Herzog from Grizzly Man is just him like staring at her. You must never listen to yes, this. That's right. He listens to it. 
And then she's just sitting there looking nervous. I, it's odd. That was an odd moment of restraint, I yeah. think. Yeah. If they made that documentary today, they would lead with that. Yeah. What do you think it sounds like? A guy getting eaten by a bear, I, I guess. I think we should all never listen to this. I think if it's too much for Herzog, we, no one can handle it. For sure. So he's great in it, and uh, I've been enjoying that. Okay, so Wiener, you've got something cool to talk to. Yeah, I've got Cybertruck. Cybertruck. The truck's so badass, you can only say it using all capital letters. Absolutely, all caps. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Elon Musk's truck, correct? Yeah, his much-hyped electric uh, pickup truck. And in my notes here, I have pickup truck in quotation marks. Because uh-huh. it, it kind of looks more like a... Well, we'll get to that. So this is... Uh, you know, He's been teasing an electric pickup truck for a while. He said it was going to be a little futuristic, kind of like Blade Runner, yep. cyberpunk influenced. Yep. And... Uh, yeah, he didn't disappoint. Yeah, I saw it. It kind of looks like a DeLorean <laughs> crossed with a triangle. Yeah. 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 So it, it's, uh, it's been a polarizing reaction. Uh, you know, everyone pointing out, right, that, that sort of old time cyberpunk influence, like what we were expecting the future to look like back in the 90s when right. we had, yeah, like Demolition Man, Blade yeah. Runner, basically all of these movies that I absolutely love. Lawnmower Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some people tweet like anything with Jeff Fahey. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be driving this truck. Yeah. So I, and I, I kind of like it. I, I'm not a big, you know, Musk fan, uh, yeah. but I like how hideous this truck is. Now, in this truck, I, I think I read it, it'll have 250-mile range for the starter set, but you yeah. can even buy a battery up to 500 miles. Yeah, so there, there's three models. Uh, there's a, a single-motor, real-wheel rear wheel drive version with the 250 mile range and that's as of right now he's saying that'll be around uh, 40,000 or like 39.9 which really doesn't seem awful for for the those specs then there's a dual motor all-wheel drive one that's going to bump you up to a 300 mile range but also for uh fifty thousand dollars or a tri-motor all-wheel drive for 500 mile range and that's going to be 70,000 wow and how did pre-orders go Pre-orders went great, undeterred by a demo that included shattering windows and no yeah, parents. What happened there? <laughs> so We're, the windows are supposed to be shatterproof. Yeah, so it's uh, arm. He said armored windows, and then it's a near bulletproof. So he claims mm-hmm. uh, steel, the same used in their Mars rockets. Yeah. So what happened was the designer kind of gave it a few whacks with a sledgehammer. Looked great, no mm-hmm. damage. Then they threw some metal balls at the windows. Immediately shattered. You. <laughs> Who threw, it, the, who threw the balls? It was uh, Franz von Holzhausen. Wow. And was it like a full wind-up? I, I mean, I, it looked like they were pulling their punches on that sledgehammer. But what Musk said afterwards happened was using the hammer, like, uh, kind of, uh, what did he say? It cracked the base of the glass, mm. which is helpful to know now if you need to take down one of these trucks out in the wild. That's right. Go for that. So, yeah, so both of those embedded in the glass. <laughs> they didn't go through. But no, he, he but was he, not happy about that. He was not. You could, if you watch, you can see him saying, oh, my f- <laughs> under his breath. And then more loudly that we'll fix it in post, yeah. which I thought was actually a pretty good save. For sure. Yeah, we'll absolutely fix that in post. <laughs> and they had, uh, yeah, so they, you know, again, undeterred, 200,000 pre-orders, which, you know, if you're being optimistic, that's great. On the skeptical side, that's also an infusion of, you know, be about 20 million in cash to Tesla for doing, sure. you know, almost no work. Yeah. And again, they are notorious for being a bit behind on their deadlines. Yeah. So we'll see if this actually comes out in 2021 as planned. That's, that's what it is, 2021. Late 2021. So I'm assuming 2025. I've never seen the truck except for from the side. Does it actually have a truck bed? There, there are, and I don't know if the renders are actual pictures. It does show some things like folding out in the back, some mm-hmm. camping, but it, it doesn't look like a traditional bed. Hmm. 
Interesting. But again, this doesn't have mirrors yet either, so I don't think this is the street legal version that we're going to end up with. That's right. And so, uh, and you've pre-ordered two, right? You're selfing <laughs> uh, your new wife. We, yeah, one rear-wheel drive, one all-wheel drive. Good call. That way yeah. you can compare them. <laughs> what, what else do I need to know about Cybertruck other than it's awesome? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is awesome. I, I think it's awesome looking. Uh, there was also a little controversy. He tweeted out a, a matchup against uh, Ford's F-150, yes, showing the like Cybertruck kind of winning the tug of war. You know, Ford shot back saying that, you know, it was a lighter model they were using. They were, it was a rear-wheel drive Ford versus the all-wheel drive Tesla. So Musk did say, bring it on. He's open to another test. And then Ford actually backed down. Uh, they said they were just being tongue-in-cheek. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I tell you, that's one advantage electric cars have is torque because mm -hmm. they don't have to rev up the way an engine does and that's probably why musk was so <laughs> like let's do it i know i can beat you on this yeah i mean even neil degrasse tyson weighed in talking yeah. about the benefits of the electric very cool so cyber truck cyber truck is it going to be called cyber truck god i hope so <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i love it i i just think it's you know the perfect vehicle for our dystopian late capitalist nightmare like it looks like something that like 20 years from now you're like you know the wealth you're gonna have to drive to the supermarket just to get a few things while like everybody else is you know burning to death outside like banging on the windows of cyber truck so again helpful that we know how to take these things down that's right and i think blade runner is a good comparison it, <laughs> it absolutely looks like a blade runner vehicle yeah so all right, very cool. Well, you know what I'm doing today, Wiener? What's that? The much-anticipated, I'm, I'm releasing my list of three top Christmas or holiday gifts uh, from the world of tech. Oh, all I right. I spent almost 15 minutes selecting these. <laughs> uh, the first one, mm -hmm. okay, is called the Juice Pack Access from <laughs> Mophie. Huh. And this is an iPhone case that is also a battery. Okay. And it's $99.95, and it will give your iPhone up to 36 hours of life. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm big into uh, things that are two things. For example, my current iPhone case is also a wallet. Ah. You know? Mm -hmm. And what do you call that thing that's half man, half horse? A uh, centaur? A centaur. Two things at once. There you have it. Uh, okay. So, so I thought that was, that's, that's a good gift. I could give that to my son, and I think he'd be thrilled with it. Yeah. Uh, but he'd also be thrilled with my second choice. Now, I'm not saying that I, uh, I just was looking around at iPhone cases, but mm -hmm. uh, it is the Autbyte Retro 3D phone case, which is basically a playable Game Boy on the back. You flip oh. it over, it's got controls and a color screen, and you can play Mario and any of those Game Boy games. So That, that sounds cool, but bulky? Uh, it looks a little bulky. Oh. To be fair, but like for someone like my son, I think he he'll, he likes the bulk. More concerning, I think, were the number of one and two star reviews. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, which might be why the one that I was looking at was on clearance for $20. <laughs> uh, but but this is the, you know, I think some of the reviews, there are some five star reviews saying it worked great. So maybe mm -hmm. it's luck of the draw. Uh, but <laughs> I love that sort of, it's two things, which you know I love, as uh -huh. I said earlier, right? <laughs> Proof positive. And also... Um, you just flip it over and play your game. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So the third, mm -hmm. this is this is it, right? Now, right now, the whole tech world is listening with bated breath. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people have been sending me bribes for months <laughs> to get on this list. Are you ready for the third one? Do you yeah. have any idea what it might be? I, is it going to be another iPhone case? <laughs> I'll tell you this. It's, you have to go to the sharper image to find it. <laughs> All right. What, hmm. does, it, does it, is at least one of the uses going to be a massager? No, but ah. you're in the right area. This is a 
surround sound shower system. You know, shower radios are great, but when I'm in the shower, I want a full surround sound experience. Those waterproof speakers that you put up around your shower so that as you're showering, you can really enjoy the benefits of a full surround sound experience. And and it uses multiple speakers, not just a simulated That's right. No, multiple speakers and put them up in your shower. And I just thought, this is, this, is, this is a great metaphor for where we are as a culture. It's, I actually was looking at shower speakers this holiday season. You know, little stuff and stuff. I'll send you No, surround sound. I will say the idea of having to hang up multiple ones seems a little daunting. It does. Mm. I can't even get the uh, thing that we put our shampoo in to stick yeah yeah multiple speakers that's that's a lot but i think like if you buy it for someone they're like oh a shower speaker and then you can go it's surround sound (laughs) good time so you gotta really love your your morning npr or your morning (laughs) music to listen to it in surround sound in the shower Okay, you ready for some Thanksgiving trivia? That's what we're closing out with. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I found these trivia questions, by the way, on a website called Conversation Starters World, which, as an Aspie, is the greatest website I've ever seen. It has hundreds of ways to start conversations. I highly recommend it. Uh, I'm going to be going there every day. But it also had Thanksgiving trivia, so we're going to put Wiener to the test. Uh Uh-oh. Ready? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Now, the first Thanksgiving, do you know what year it was? 1642 I was going to say within 20 and you're very close it's 1621 how long did it last oh how long just keep in mind there was no Dallas Cowboys game on TV yeah uh, uh, a week it was three days days? it was a three day festival okay I think you'll like this one what is the oldest Thanksgiving parade in the world currently called I should say in the US oh man I'll give you a hint. It has something to do with uh, where you went to college, hometown. Hmm. Is it the Boston Filings Basement Thanksgiving Parade? Good good guess. He was looking to me to give him a hint, and I left him hanging. It is the 6ABC Dunkin' Donuts Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, I had the wrong New England sponsor. I knew you were a fan of Dunkin'. You went to BC, right? BU. 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 The, yeah. the Terriers. Yeah, not the not the Eagles. Yeah, okay, BU. Okay. Which president was the first to give a turkey an official pardon? <laughs> well, I'm gonna guess not Teddy Roosevelt. No. So that <laughs> narrows that down. He would kill the turkey with his bare <laughs> hands. Huh. I will say this. Is, is a president from from my lifetime? Would it be offensive if I still said Nixon? How I don't nope. know how it was. It was Ronald Reagan. Right? Oh yeah. wow! Now, John F. Kennedy jokingly pardoned a turkey, but the first official pardon <laughs> was Reagan, and now they've all been pardoning them ever that, since. You know, of all our like distinctly American traditions, the more I think about it, this has to be like one of the most bizarre to try to explain to other people <laughs> outside of this country, right? Like we've got pictures of these turkeys checking into the hotel. Did you see those? Uh, no. I didn't know they got their own little oh, room. I did see that. That's right. What are turkey chicks called? And I mean, baby turkeys, not baby? Oh, wow. slang term yeah. for women, which would be offensive. Hey, I don't see baby turkeys as much. Uh, <laughs> to tomlets? You're going to like this one uh, as much as you like Cybertruck. Uh, they're Pults, P-U-L-T-S, or 
Turkeylings. Yes. Turkeylings are awesome. <laughs> really half-assed it on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Turkeylings, Turkey. younglings. Okay. What is the wobbly red piece of flesh on top of the beak of a turkey called? Oh, this one I should know. On top of the turkey. Uh, so not the waddle. Oh. This is going to drive me crazy. You have to give it to me and then I'll just say, oh. It's a snood. S-N-O-O-D. So is that where, like, the head covering comes from then? Uh, I don't know. It says here, uh, the red bit of flesh under the beak is a waddle. A waddle, You're yeah. We're definitely not helping the turkey's reputation as a silly animal with all of these <laughs> names. Uh, ben Franklin won our national bird so, to be yeah. the turkey. Yeah, or is he did. That, is that real, or do I have to go to Snopes.com? <laughs> That's one that we always heard, but, you know, we have our biased Philadelphia trivia. So For sure, for sure. A snood. It sounds like a... a, a bad character in a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> There's a snoot. Okay, this is your last one, Wiener, and right now you are 04. <laughs> I'm not doing well. What state raises the most turkeys? Oh, man. I... Oh. I'll give you one hint. It's very cold there. Nebraska? Minnesota. Oh. Huh. Yeah, Minnesota. Who would have thought... So is, is turkey like a cold-weather bird? Do they do well raising them there? I have no idea. Have you ever seen wild turkeys? No, just a drink. Uh, I live, you know, I, well, I live here in the suburbs, but about a mile north it turns into to farmland from where I live, and there's this one road when you go down, there's a flock of wild turkeys there. Oh. Yeah. I, I can do a pretty good wild turkey gobble, but I think it might freak everyone out here. <laughs> Should I do it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. What do you think? That's great. <laughs> I think I just made Wiener's whole Thanksgiving. I'll send you that just as an MP3 so you can listen to it whenever. All right. This has been a fun episode. I hope it's not as echoey as it sounds in my ears. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, so uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm going to go to Dayton to my wife's family. Yeah. Well, uh, let me know if... Uh, if you need any Thanksgiving Day trivia to sort of break the tension at the dinner table. I'm going to use some of these. These are good. Yep. The snood. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's a nice snood. Yeah. My sister does a big thing. There's so many people. It's nice because you can get lost in the chaos. Yeah. Th this is not going to be that big. But we're also, I mean, we're coming back Thursday night. You know, she's got to work Friday. So oh, it's, yeah. it'll be a low key. Yeah, low key gotcha. All righty. Well, I'm glad we got this in yeah. right before the holiday. And then we'll hopefully work out a better recording situation and do more of these going forward. Yep. All right, good times, Wiener. The Mindset Digital Podcast is brought to you by Mindset Digital. We bring workforces up to speed in our fast-forward digital world. If you like the show, please recommend us to a friend or even better, leave us a review on iTunes. Have questions, comments, or ideas about the podcast you want to share with our team? send them to podcast at mindsetdigital.com. This episode was produced by Pete Brown and featured Matt Wiener and me, Brielle Schultz. Some music in today's show is courtesy of the website audionautics.com and is licensed under a Creative Commons Redotto license. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode. Good times, everybody.